Welcome aboard, Captain. Welcome back to Wrath of Khan Minute, the podcast where we analyze the movie Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, minute by minute. I'm Chris LaSalle. And I am David Soaker. Hey, Dave. Hey, Chris. How's it going? It's going great. It's a beautiful Friday. Um, so, yeah, so we're here. We're back to talk about Minute 9 of Wrath of Khan. Um, minute 9 starts with Spock saying the Kobayashi Maru scenario frequently wreaks havoc and ends a minute later with Kirk moving to answer the door in his apartment. Yes, and he has a nice apartment at that. It does. It's a lovely apartment. <laughs> um, so, yes. Yeah, so, this is a little bit of a walk and talk. Of, yep. Uh, um, Kirk and a lot, of, a lot of dialogue. A lot of that good dialogue we talked about last minute. Um, and I think any scene with Kirk and Spock in this movie is just is, is fantastic. Yeah, it definitely agreed. Yeah, because it's you know it's just it's just more of their relationship and their um, you know their their brothers, right? I think that's you know the best way to best way to say it. Um, so it's always fun to watch them interact. Um, I did I did have a uh, as as they're walking down the hall, they're talking about you know the, the, the chaos that the Kobayashi Maru right. brings. Um, but, <laughs> but there's a moment when they walk by the, the cleaner. The guy with the <laughs> yes, the guy with the toilet seat cover on his back. Is that what you would? I don't know, or I don't know what that thing is. But um, uh, I just I think it's funny because we laugh at the the stuff that we see every day in our day to day life. The exit sign, the guy with the vacuum cleaner. I mean, it just. I think it's I. <laughs> I just chuckle. Yeah. It's like these moments that it, I, maybe it's maybe it's those things that that ground it back into personal even though we're not on a starship or in the future but it's those little things that that i love about this movie yeah it's it brings that what uh, the reality of things yes right? well is somebody still got to clean the floors in that place right it doesn't have to clean itself <laughs> um, but there is no bathroom <laughs> right <laughs> um but the uh i read this tidbit online and you know it's one of those things you can't always believe everything you read on the internet but it was a some behind the scenes trivia that this particular shot um uh the director nicholas meyer um said that uh he was really annoyed because he told william shatner to just uh walk by the cleaner you know just have the conversation with with spock and walk by uh but but shatner in every single take kept watching the guy as he walked by <laughs> so he so had to leave it in so i don't know if it's true but i could totally i could i could totally see shatner doing that like getting distracted like oh what's this guy doing it, it's it's funny that you bring bring that up because later in the movie i will make another point almost exactly like that about director direction that shatner got and wouldn't not necessarily wouldn't follow it but did not follow it so okay so it's a it's a pattern yes um, so I think coming up here is, uh, uh, they're talking about, it's, you know, Spock is now alluding to, uh, when Kirk took the Kobayashi Maru test, right. And, uh, the, the solution, how you would say was unique. Um, 
which is a great line in itself. Yes. Um, but it's at this point that uh, this is one of the first times, you know, as we're talking about the theatrical release of the movie, this is one of the first times where we get to a part of the movie that didn't make it to film. And um, yeah, Yes. So this is um, – most people call them deleted scenes. And for me, it's uh, it's it's I'm going to say it's a it's a scene that didn't make it into the movie. And the reason why I'm saying that is because we discussed this a little bit last time that there's three versions of the movie. There's the movie where we're uh, talking about, which is the theatrical release. There's the uh, director's edition. And then there's that ABC thing that we're not really going to talk about. But there's a lot of scenes in the director's edition that I guess could be classified as deleted scenes because they didn't get into the theatrical you know production so this is a scene that did not make it in any version of the movie so this is a i, I don't even want to say it's a deleted scene it, it's a scene that just never happened just never happened so i think uh, so uh from a canon perspective it doesn't count or does I- I, you know, we uh, this probably opens that can of uh, that we probably will, you know, Pandora's box that we, uh, we don't want to open the discussion that we want to get into, which is about canon. Right. What is canon? What is not canon? And we've talked about this a little bit offline. And for me, <clears throat> canon for me is the TV show, any TV show, okay. and that includes. Enterprise and Next Generation, sure. and any movie. So for me, that's that's my canon. Okay, and you know, viewers out there, you know, or listeners out there, you know, and there's things that you read, and yeah, you know, there's books and all that kind of stuff. I'm just saying, for me personally, that's what my canon is. Okay, I can get behind that. I I, I agree with you. I think uh, it started as a TV show. It made it to the big screen. Came back as a TV show, right? Yeah. Back to the streets. I think television and film—that's our canon, right? And I think books are non-canon. And this is again, this is the Wrath of Khan minute opinion, right? Right. Yes. There's, there's probably others out there, and I will say we did hear from listener Tom, um, who uh, I think would agree with this conversation we're having right now because he agreed as well that um, actually it's coming right up. Let's let's save it. Hold on, Tom. Save it. Um, let's, let's, t- <laughs> let's talk about this scene. So this scene that didn't make it is, uh, just a continuation of the conversation. Uh, Spock says, um, your solution was, was how you say unique, right? Yep. Uh, and then he continues and says, uh, yours, yours was not a solution which would have occurred to a Vulcan mentality. And Kirk said, responds, so you said at the time, and I'm, I'm reading off of, a uh, a, a version of the script. Right. Um, so Kirk replies, so you said at the time, which is awesome, because that also implies that Kirk and Spock knew each other back when yep. they were in the Star Academy days. Uh, so that's a cool little nugget. And then he goes on to say, speaking of which, your protege is first rate, although a trifle emotional. Yes. And Spock's response is, uh, she's half Romulan, Jim. Uh, the admixture makes her more volatile than me, for example. Kirk says, than you. Yes, I see that. Um, and then he, then it goes back into the, by the way, thank you for this, and he talks about the book. Right. So this well, scene think, establishes what we, I think, alluded to last time that we we know, quote-unquote, that um, 
Savick is not just a Vulcan, that there is something underlying there, the emotion that she has shown. There was some reason for it, and obviously she was directed by Nicholas Meyer to, you know, you are a Vulcan and, and Romulan. So that's how you are to portray Savick. And so, going back to listener Tom, who uh, chimed in on the Facebook page, uh, and he agreed that this this whole discussion of canon is just, it's confusing. And um, he agreed that we all know. Right. uh, Everyone knows Safik is half Vulcan, half Romulan, even though it's not mentioned in the film at all. It's just based on all the other materials that are out there. And, you know, I just thought about, were there trading cards for? Oh, there might have been. For Rathacana. I know I had my Star Wars cards and like Battlestar Galactica. I had all the nerd cards, right? No baseball cards. But I had all the sci-fi stuff. I don't remember if I had Star Trek cards. I don't think I did, but I, I'm, I'm going to have to believe that there were Star Trek cards there. Homework. Oh, homework. <laughs> all right. Yes, we need to find them and then pay $1,000 for yes. them on eBay. <laughs> so that's our first deleted scene, which is, just gives us a little bit of uh, background on Savick. And, uh, yes, and you know, uh, again, it goes back to like you know, Tom said, you know, it's a nightmare. It is an absolute nightmare to go into what everyone thinks is canon. You know, someone unless a company comes out, and I'm going to use the other franchise, Star Wars. I believe Disney came out and said that anything that's in the movies is canon, and any books that are sanctioned by them is canon. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and I don't know if there has been anything with Star Trek where they said these books are allowed, this fan fiction or this you know show. Or There's been so many different side projects and so you know, many. Other, so many that I'm just taking – and I, we, we talked about it and agreed that for, for our purposes, for what we believe, the movies and the TV shows are, are, are canon. Agreed. <clears throat> so there you go, Tom. Thank you for chiming in and helping out. Appreciate the input. Yep. That's what we're that's what we're sticking with for the podcast. <laughs> Much to the dismay, maybe to our listener Jim, who sent us a message. Uh, actually, from uh, he sent us a quote from the uh, actress who plays Savick in the in the Star Trek Three, mm-hmm. saying that uh, Nimoy, who was the director of that movie, said that he wanted her to portray Savick as a Vulcan. Okay, and again, that's what do you want to believe? Do you want to believe that in this movie she's a Vulcan and Romulan, where she, you know she does portray those emotional moments, or do you want to believe it's? It, it, and going back to Tom's point, it's a sticky situation right. that even movie to movie, there's a little bit of a difference, and we recognize that. Now back to what I believe again, and what is canon? This is the first movie in the series. This is how it was portrayed here. So I'm going to believe that she is half Vulcan, half Romulan. I'm in. And you did make, a li- you did make me a little bit sad talking about the other actress who played. So. <laughs> we'll, we'll save that for another time. Yes. I just wanted to bring it in because Jim had sent in a message about it and wanted to recognize that uh, there, there are you know, other elements to canon and uh, this particular character. For sure. And yeah, if we had 10 people on the podcast right now, we'd probably have 10 different variations of it. So. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so anyways, uh, we were glad to hear from, from both Tom and Jim, and I uh, hope we hear from, uh, from more of you. Uh, quick plug, podcast at rathaconminute.com, or the Facebook page, <laughs> or hit us up on Twitter, W-O-K Minute. Um, 
Yep, but let's move on. We're still we're we're only about halfway through this minute here. Um, so they continue. The boys continue their walk and talk. Um, yep. Kirk thanks him for the book. And and yes, he does. He thanks him for the book, and um, it gets into. Uh, <clears throat> I don't. I don't know how to go go beyond on this, and I, I might have to ask your help and the listeners. Is um, is the thing about antiques? Mm-hmm. Is that a um, you know we've opened the can of canon, and I don't ever remember in the original series him having any sort of love for antiques. Is this the first we're going to sort of see his love of antiques? the first I recall I I remember <clears throat> the times you see his what his stateroom or his room on yes. the Enterprise in the original series I, I just remember things on the on the wall or like right. statues on the counters and you know weird space things but nothing that actually that's really and what I remember weird space things not not earth from earth earth antiques yes right. and, and Spock even mentions to him and says I know of your fondness of antiques like is this are we seeing a glimpse into Kirk that we haven't seen before? A side that we haven't seen. Right. Well, going back to you know midlife crisis, right? Kirk's yep. clearly a little cranky and uh, drops the the uh, galloping around the cosmos for the for the young. This could be part of. This could be just part of it. Maybe this fondness for antiques has also grown. Right. Maybe this is new and has grown up, you know, grown oh. around his. Is part of, maybe this is his midlife crisis. Maybe he's got an old Corvette too. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that could be part of it. But I, I, you know, continuing on with this minute, I do believe that um, you know he wishes him a happy birthday, and you definitely see, you know, there's sort of a joviality in them talking, and then he sort of says, you know, you know, happy birthday, and you you see the flicker of I don't want to say sadness in Kirk. You see a little something after he says happy birthday, and it's sort of. The midlife crisis thing, you know, he's yeah. definitely feeling something about, you know, his birthday. Right. The, mm, I don't want to talk yeah. about it. Exactly. Yeah. Right. So, on the topic of birthdays, and it's Kirk's birthday, how old is Kirk? What would you guess? Do you know how old Kirk is? I'm going to say, I'm going to guess here, and I don't know for sure, mm-hmm. so I'm just throwing out a guess, and I'm going to say he's 52. Holy mackerel. You're a nerd. You looked. I did not. I absolutely, that was a 100% guess. You've got the internet up in front of you, don't you? I do not have the internet up. I okay. do not. Well, you are absolutely correct. I cannot believe, <laughs> I, I swear on my children that <laughs> I, I guessed. I cannot believe. It's See, now I, <laughs> Well, here we go. So here's, here's a couple, couple of things that are uh, cool about Rathacon. A couple more things that are cool about Rathacon. This is the first time in the Star Trek universe that we we know Star Trek takes place in our future, right? Yes. Until this movie, we didn't know when. And I, we talked about it in minute three, I think, when... Yes, the in the 23rd century. Role, yeah, in the 23rd century. So, okay, we've, we've landed there. So from there, I did some digging and uh, looked into uh, Memory Alpha, which is, uh, you know, the... The, the, yep. wiki, the wiki for Star Trek, we've talked about it before. Yep. Great resource. Um, so that's where I learned Kirk is 52. Um, Kirk was born on March 22nd, 2233. And I'm sure all the nerds out there are all going, duh. 
Yeah. <laughs> but I did not know that. So, uh, I did not either. So that puts this movie, uh, he's turning 52. So Wrath of Khan takes place in the year 2285. Oh. Cool, right? So now we know. Yep. So now if you work your way backwards, um, the Star Trek The Motion Picture, which we yep. haven't talked about yet. Star Trek The Motion Picture, there is no set year that that happened. It is definitely in the past. It's been the only, as close as I could get is it happened sometime in the 2270s. Which would 2270s. Be, right. So this is 2285, Rathacon. Yep. So back in 2270s. So that's interesting, right? So then if you go yep. back further, when did the original series take place? The five-year mission. The five-year mission occurred from the year 2265 to the year 2270. Yeah. So I thought that was really cool that these were all... We can you know back into all these dates, right? Yeah, no, which is, which is pretty neat. And yep. Space Seed, which I don't think we've talked about yet, and clearly we nope. have to. Space Seed was the the episode, this the original series episode where Khan Noonien Singh was originally yep. featured when they originally found him and his crew. Uh, yep. that occurred in twenty two sixty seven. Okay, a little bit of discrepancy. The only thing I didn't like about this is we're going to learn later that. There's been a 15-year gap yeah. since since Space Seed and the movie, but the numbers don't quite add up. When we're right. <laughs> Memory Alpha's numbers don't quite get to 15. It's roughly 15, so maybe people lost track of well, 18, 15, eh, the same, the teens, the teens. So anyway, I thought that was pretty fun to kind of go back and piece that together because I never really thought about it until until now. Like, yeah, how old is Kirk? And then it just kind of you know, I just. And unraveled as I was digging into, holy, here's this and this and this. and So, there's your timeline. Fantastic work. Thank you. One, I have one behind-the-scene note. So, we're mm-hmm. having this, uh, we're in the scene right now. Um, it's kind of a wide-angle shot. They walked yep. into this atrium, all the sorts of plants, yep. right? We talked about the decorations a little bit, so it's clearly they're yep. trying to brighten this uh, training <laughs> facility up. This set, apparently, in real life is very tiny and it's there's actually some visual trickery going on the uh, in this wide shot in the foreground there's a column kind of going up to the ceiling and it's got some flowers around the base right that, col- that column is actually not a column in that room it's actually a bird bath that's sitting uh. you know really close to the camera so they did some forced perspective work right to make the room to make the set look bigger which i thought that was a cool yep uh, bit of trivia excellent work Thanks, man. Yes, I was. I had fun with my homework this time. So, you know, he goes off and, um, you know, talks about his birthday and, you know, surely the best of times. And again, as we, as I've been professing, a lot of foreshadowing here, the worst of times, the best of times. And mm-hmm. the one right after that, we hear the voice and, you know, she says, Captain Spock, Captain Spock, space shuttle leaving in 15 minutes. Nice. Yep. You know, and where where are you off to now? And he says, the Enterprise. And I think the first time I saw this, I don't think it dawned on me. It was probably on subsequent viewings that I realized Spock is the captain of the Enterprise. Not Kirk. Spock is the captain of the Enterprise. And I I think, you know, it's just, it was one of those moments when it sort of dawns on you. It's like, oh, that's weird. It's yeah, not, things, things have moved not, on. Things have changed, yeah. right? Since last we saw these guys. 
and I think we even allude to it, I think, in the third minute when we see, you know, Savick sitting in the chair and we now fully realize it's not going to be Kirk sitting in that chair, that it is, it is Spock's ship. Right. That is, that is not Kirk's ship anymore. I never really put that. Yeah, no, that's good. That's a that's a great one because I never really that one never clicked for me either until just now. Oh yeah, he's in charge. So Spock is in charge, and again with the foreshadowing and the birthday and midlife crisis, and I think we're sort of seeing the light at the end of the tunnel of what is bothering Kirk here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's another <clears throat> coming back to scenes that didn't make the cut. Yep. Uh, it's it's interesting how they they kind of splice this conversation uh so spock's heading to the enterprise he needs to check in and he asks kirk where are you going and you know kirk kind of pauses and yeah, gets him going home yep. he's not enthused right about going home we pick up on it right we, yep. we know there's something something awry we, and uh in the in the remainder of the scene that didn't make the cut spock notices it as well and actually addresses it and he says uh, something oppresses you so observation that something's amazing, right. Kirk. And Kirk just looks at him and then says something. And he, that's all he says. And then he turns right. around and leaves and lets, you know, Spock go, she's, what is his problem? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just more, just more, I think, reinforcing this, this, you know, hammering on the point of Kirk is not feeling it in his current role. Right. I mean, He's doing a fantastic job so far. It's just we can see the something's clearly bothering him. Right. So then I think the the we, uh, the scene cuts. Now we're in. Uh, uh, we're off to Kirk's apartment, or what appears to be his apartment. And, yep. Uh, here's the doorbell ring. Uh, starts his starts uh, as we said at the top of this show. Starts his walking through the door, answer the door. There's all sorts of goodies in here. <laughs> so we. Uh, we will save that for minute ten. I I, I think we, that's right. I think there's we, we we talked a lot about you know deleted scenes and canon, and I think uh, in this room alone there is a lot of a lot of talking bits. So we'll uh, we'll save that for the next minute. We'll save for the next one. Yeah, we're running. We don't want to be too long, right? Yeah. Um, all right. Well, did you have anything else then <clears throat> other than this one shot we see of the apartment? Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I do not. I think we uh, addressed everything that we. Uh, um, wanted to uh, with the canon, with the deleted scene or the scene that didn't make the cut. You know, our listeners, Jim and Tom. And uh, yeah. Well, great. And our, well, then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then let's, uh, let's wrap this thing up. Um, so we will be back on what day is it again now? Monday. Today is Friday. So we will be back on Monday. Thank you. Clearly, you need to be in charge of the calendar because I'm having trouble with <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so we'll be back on Monday with minute ten. Um, in the meantime, enjoy your weekend, and if, uh, I'll plug it again. If you want to reach us, uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, definitely drop us a line about uh, observations that you have about upcoming minutes, so we can include them in the conversation. Yep, uh, we've been definitely getting some feedback from folks about uh, things we've talked about so far, and happy to bring it up. But we'd love to hear more about you know minutes that are coming up, and we'll uh, we'll try to include that in the conversation. So you can reach us at podcast at rathacon minute.com you can hit us on twitter at wok minute uh, or you can drop us a note on the facebook page the wrath of khan minute podcast so until then we'll uh we'll see you next time on the wrath of khan minute